Hello and welcome back to another episode of Control-Alt-Delete. This is a slightly different episode. The topic is something slightly different to normal, um, but I hope you find it interesting. In this episode, I interview artist and activist Lily Cole and British fashion designer Henry Holland and a handful of other people who are behind Britta's hashtag swap for good campaign. So this campaign is something that I really care about. I wanted to raise awareness of it and put up a bonus episode on this podcast all about this campaign that is raising awareness of the 7.7 billion plastic water bottles that are used just for one use that end up in the sea and landfill every year. The fact is that at this rate, by 2050, there'll be more plastic in the ocean than fish, which is a pretty horrifying statistic, and we talk more about that in this episode. Henry Holland and Britta have teamed up to create two powerful slogan tees that were actually made using the plastic that might have otherwise ended up in the sea or landfill. So these limited edition t-shirts will be sold on houseofholland.co.uk, which you can find on there. They're £30, but profits are donated to the Marine Conservation Society. So in this episode, we talk tips on how to live more consciously. Uh, We talk about the environment, about plastic and the waste that's harming our planet, how we can use really simple tactics to actually cut back on things and how something as very simple as having a refillable Brita fill-and-go water bottle, which I keep in my bag most days so I can just fill it up without having to buy plastic water bottles every time I want a drink. So I hope you find this episode interesting and um, maybe even some food for thought. Um, It's a slightly shorter episode, but I really wanted to put it up. So here it is. Thanks for listening. The UK alone uses 7.7 billion plastic bottles a year. There will be more plastic than fish in the ocean by 2050 unless we do something. It's time to make a change. Stop using single-use plastic bottles. We use the ones we had to make our statements. Change starts with a conscious choice. Make one for our future today. So I'm going to hand over now to Emma Gannon, who is an author, blogger, podcaster. Cool, yeah, thanks so much for coming. So the Swap for Good campaign is, um, everyone on this panel is sort of responsible for making that happen. It's an amazing campaign. They haven't told me to say this, but I'm literally obsessed with my Brita filter. Like, I would pack it in my overnight suitcase if I could. Um, So I'm just going to do a really, really short introduction. Um, So we've got Ashton on the end there, who works for the Dragonfly Initiative, which is a consulting company which has helped with making these t-shirts and making them happen. Um, Sanjay, who works for the Marine Conservation Society, and Faye from Britta, who's just introduced. Lily Cole, who is an artist and activist, as you saw in the video, and Henry Holland, British fashion designer, who we all know and love. Um, So I thought I'd start with you. Your London Fashion Week show last year, so you made the decision that you would be free of single-use plastic bottles uh, yes. during the show and in general. I mean, do you feel like it's important for fashion brands such as yours to sort of make small changes like that, which actually have big impact? Yeah, well, I think it's important for all of us to, to be aware of the issues and make whatever changes we can. And I think 
as a company and as a business, you know, the putting on bigger events and, you know, you contribute to things like this in a, in a bigger sense. So I think it's also easy to make a bigger statement. Um, and I was approached by Britta about the idea about um, doing that for the show. Um, and they kind of sort of increased my awareness into the issues. And so, you know, it's not even something that you think about, really, until somebody points it out perhaps um, for an event like a fashion show is about the fact that we actually put out about 500 pl single-use plastic water bottles on the seats um, every season, that's twice a year, so that's quite a lot of plastic water bottles that we can quite quickly make a change to, to eliminate from, from the whole contribution. Definitely, it's, it's such a good idea, especially with the seasons. Because I mean, when when it's hotter, do you find that as well? Like that was such a good thing to do because everyone's going to have them in their yeah. hands coming in. Well, the fashion the press are just you know notoriously miserable at Fashion Week, so <laughs> like they're just like, give me some water. I'm tired. My feet hurt. Um, so we're just desperately trying to cheer them up with something, um, and even if that is just a bit of water, um, you're just trying to get a good review, you know? Um, no, so I think, you know, giving them the... We gave them fill bitter uh, fill-and-goal water bottles, um, and so that was... It was also like a, a gift as well. Yeah. So even more cheered them up. <laughs> or that's not even... <laughs> it's early. <laughs> it is early. Um, Lily, I wanted to ask you this question. I'm really intrigued. You live a really conscious lifestyle, something that's really inspiring. How do you know that? Um, well, I, I stalked you online Stalking. last night again. Was, was there a turning point for you? Did something happen for you to be like, I'm going to make these changes, or have you always been just conscious kind of from a young age? Well, I first and foremost want to make a disclaimer that I'm really not by any means perfect, and I feel like I make tons of mistakes. Um, but I feel like it's a, I mean, it's a learning curve, right, of... First and foremost, learning the issues and learning the information. I mean, climate change wasn't even something I was aware of when I was a kid. Um, and so every year I feel like I'm, I'm discovering more and more about mistakes I'm making, alternatives that I can make, and also alternatives are becoming more easily available, um, which, is, which is very helpful. Uh, so yeah, I feel like it's a process. I mean, I started off at one age deciding to be vegetarian and then I kind of incrementally increased that to being nearly vegan and then I became aware of how much I consume in fashion and I mean I'm sure in 10 years time I'll look back and think that I was a disaster and making <laughs> loads of unconscious choices but I feel like life is that learning process. Do you feel like it was stepping stones because I wonder if people kind of think oh my god I need to change all of these different things about my life but that feels overwhelming. Do you yeah. have advice in like starting small? Totally. I mean, for example, with the issues of plastics, I'm still using a lot of plastic that I shouldn't be, and I'm aware of that. Um, you know, you go and you buy a sandwich, or you buy a salad, or you buy a cup of tea even, and the lid's got plastic, and um, do I, you know, I think maybe at some point I might make a decision to just bring my own Tupperware and <laughs> not use a disposable spoon, but at this point in time I haven't made that decision yet. I've decided to make the first step, which is saying no to plastic water bottles, because that feels really... Um, approachable and possible and easy um, to do as a first step and then by making that step hopefully it will be, it will be easier to make the next step. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I love how everyone's sitting in order of my questions, it's like <laughs> next down the line. Um, but Faye, I wanted to ask you about the campaign in particular because um, as seen on the video it's really powerful but also really modern and really kind of 
light-hearted in a way. It's not too you know, serious with the messaging, even though it is a really serious problem. Working with Henry, obviously, you have your distinct style. What was the decision to kind of work with Henry on these slogans? And I guess both of you from your side, like, what made it work? Yeah, so for us, we, we knew that fashion is becoming more sustainable and it, it's an issue that they're becoming more aware of and obviously Henry knows a lot more about this than I do. Work for a water filter company. But uh, yeah, it's, we wanted to not preach to people. It's, it's an issue that I don't think you need to preach or scare people about. It is something that's just so obvious and so simple. And we obviously worked with Henry last year at the London Fashion Week. Um, that went fantastically well and this just seemed to be the next step to have somebody who was the perfect ambassador almost for our campaign to work with with these t-shirts so um, it was great to get Henry on board and uh, yeah it it's about doing it in a light-hearted way that reaches more people um, and that gets that very serious message across and so working with Henry has, has allowed us to do that. Yeah, I think it was important from our standpoint to um, stamp our DNA on the project as well, So, which is very light-hearted and tongue-in-cheek. And we did actually stop and think about the slogans when we were going through the process. And I was like, is rhyming plastic and fantastic too similar to aqua in the 90s? <laughs> Does that make us sound like we're taking the piss a bit? And then, but then we actually sort of made the conscious decision to, to go with that because we wanted to you know, have the approach that was reflective of our brand as well as working with Britta as well. And actually, as you say, just raising the issue, but without just sounding too worthy and, you know, preachy. So I think it was, we actually did stop and think about the messaging and made, you know, deliberately made it light, light-hearted. Yeah, and it feels like slogan tees in general are just the thing. Like well, we all, we all luckily for me, they just, you know, keep hanging around. So um, I'm not complaining. Yeah, no, they, I think, you know, People use fashion as a form of self-expression and I think that's what I love so much about what I do is that people are able to, to use fashion in that way and I think being able to use that to convey quite a serious message but in a fun and light-hearted way is the icing on the cake. Yes, so true. Um, so Ashton, I wanted to ask you about, on the topic of the t-shirts, you consulted on how these were going to be made, the blend of what was used. Could you talk a little bit about that process? Because, I mean, they look amazing. This is a fin everyone felt finished them. product. There's one in your bag at your feet if you haven't, and they actually feel really nice. Do you feel lovely? Yeah, yeah no, it's a good question. So um, our job was to find um, the tees and the material which actually fitted the values of the brand. That's not always a straightforward thing because finding a brand or a supplier or vendor which um, encapsulate all the values that you're trying to capture is actually quite a difficult thing to do. Some vendors are very good at some things, but not good at all things. But I think in the company which we found called Rapa Nui in the Isle of Wight, we did manage to find um, an organization which is very responsible. And, and I think one thing about being a responsible source of materials is that you're very thoughtful. And Rapa Nui has really thought through the whole of its supply chain and where the sources come from. So they have set out as a business to uh, find solutions to environmental and social problems in their product. And as you can see this in the t-shirt, in the which is a 60% organic salvage material mix with this recycled uh, mix as well. So seven bottles are taken out of the waste stream for each of these t-shirts. So that's doing my maths, 8,400 for the run of t-shirts of this campaign. 
God, it's, it's amazing to know exactly how something is made. Sanjay, I wanted to ask you, so in that video, uh, there's lots of stats in there about the ocean and um, the impact that it's having on, on that, because I think we're, we're touching here on the urban life, like lifestyle changes in the city and things like that, but that's a whole other kettle of fish, literally. Um, could you, <laughs> I didn't plan that. Could you touch a bit on, on your part to play in this? Well, first of all, I mean, the urban environment is whether you're inland or not, is connected to the sea. I mean, we're seeing litter going through the waterways, you know, canals, uh, rivers, streams, wind, etc. So, you know, it's not just a coastal issue about um, litter in the environment. The Marine Conservation Society is deeply concerned by um, the amount of plastic in the environment. Um, you know, an estimated was 8 million tonnes of plastic is entering our oceans every year globally. Um, and as you saw in a video, um, at that rate, there'll be more plastic in the sea uh, by weight than, than fish. I mean, sobering thought, really. Um, a recent Guardian article a couple of months ago uh, reported that a million plastic bottles are bought globally per minute. Again, another sobering thought. And, um, you know, in the UK last year, only 5.5 billion uh, of those bought in the UK ended up in, being recycled. So there's clearly an issue with them. Um, not being disposed, disposed of correctly or indeed you know, being uh, littered and entering the environment. So it's a massive problem and um, according to our data that we collect um, at our Great British Beach Clean uh, event every year, um, about 70% of the litter found on beaches is, is, is plastic um, and plastic bottles and capped lids um, are two of the uh, top 10 items every year. And so this plastic is found on the sea floor, it's found in the water column now, um, the sea surface and on our coasts. Um, and as I said before, you know, it's carried from all areas of the country outwards. And this plastic just doesn't go away, it persists, and that's the big problem. Um, not only is it an eyesore, it's horrible to see, but um, it's been so much evidence now to show that it's harming our marine wildlife, uh, whether it's a sea turtle, whether it's sea birds. Uh, marine mammals, you know, autopsies are finding plastics found in their stomachs or um, through entanglement, um, um, you know, suffocation, things like that. So it's a massive problem and, and bottles is, is part of that. And they persist. So the problem really with plastics is that they're, um, in, the, in the environment, they're breaking down into smaller and smaller pieces into microplastics. You probably know, have heard now about the issue of microplastics in, uh, in the environment. and we're seeing the microplastics now entering the food chain right at the bottom. So plankton or filter feeders such as, such as mussels, you know, um, as you go up the food chain, you know, we're still trying to understand what that, what that means. And we sit on top of the food chain. And these microplastics, you know, they absorb toxins in the, in the water. So, you know, it's a massive problem. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we want to see um, changes in public behavior. Um, government policies and marine strategies to try and, you know, change that and have a better, um, uh, you know, strategy. And, and this event today, you know, supports that idea of, of reducing a single-use plastic use, changing to something reusable, refillable. Sorry, I was a long-winded No, no, no. I was like, <laughs> I forgot I was hosting the panel. I was like, really, really engulfed. Um, thank you uh, for that. Um, so I wanted to just end with maybe a tip, I know that we're not perfect. Um, is there anything that each of you does in your daily life, um, plastic or not plastic related, just in general, environmentally friendly, um, small or big? Henry. Um, we just got, not just plastic bottles, but we just got rid of plastic uh, cups at our water fountain and only have glass 
glasses now in the office. I'd say on the theme of plastics, um, not being embarrassed to go and ask for tap water when you're in places. Um, I feel like there's this kind of cultural barrier that often stops us. But when you do it, you'll find miraculously that most people are very happy and obliging to give you tap water. <laughs> on that note, we actually did a survey with um, one of our agencies really recently and over two-thirds of people, I think it was, um, in the country are too embarrassed to go to ask for their water bottle to be refilled. So I think if we can get over that stumbling block of it being a societal issue to go and do that, you know, you look at what's happened to carrier bags in the space of 18 months, um, I think it can easily happen for plastic bottles. We just need to make that change as individuals, um, not make it such a stigma. Yeah, for me, I mean, I've got my Bristol water bottle there. I've got a reusable coffee cup. I mean, coffee cups is another big one. You know, coffee shops nowadays are more than happy to use um, a reusable coffee cup to fill. You know, they actually, coffee. I discovered, give you money off. Yeah. Oh, and some they do, don't yeah. advertise yeah, that. Right. And then suddenly, okay. the other day, they took twenty-five p off, and I was Excellent. like, "Wow, why did you do that?" See, there's an incentive. To, yeah, and you know, when you're going shopping, do you need to put everything uh, in the fruit and veg in a plastic bag that ends up in another bag? You know, things like that, and. Um, Another um, connection between us and Britta is that um, every year we have uh, the MCS Plastic Challenge, which is, uh, is the ultimate challenge in, in sort of a uh, consumer lifestyle, is how long can you go in the month of June without using any single-use plastics at all? Um, so Britta uh, sponsored that, and they're part of that, and it's brilliant to, to have them because the messaging is, is quite clear. Um, yeah, and there are ever-growing number of companies now that are addressing the issue of single-use plastics and you know, producing items that address the issue. I mean... For over a year now, I mean, I've stopped using um, a deodorant that's in um, plastic bottles. There's a company now uh, that, that produces kind of this, this deodorant in, in aluminium tins. Um, the content itself, harmless to the environment, and you can recycle or reuse your tin. So it's all about reusing, reducing, before recycling, I would say. Certainly the, the tap water. I, I do remember when we were kids and my brother and I used to sit at lunch and ask my mum for, can we have a drink, please, hoping to get a Coke. And she always say, plenty of water in the tap. So that's never been a challenge for me just to drink water from the tap. It doesn't occur to me to buy something um, else. Um, I guess the thing I was, one thing which drives you mad is packaging and bags. It, I, it's, it's, it's even to an extent now, apart from when I go to shops, I never use a plastic bag, just have big pockets. Um, but I've even started now when a delivery van comes down to our house and they, I actually unpack it there and then and give them all the packaging back and say, take it back to your own plant because there's so much of it. And I think we have to kind of send a message that it's not really acceptable. Just on the bag issue, actually, um, part of our campaign was to bring in a carry bag levy across the UK. And so since 2011, when it was, uh, I think it was Wales and Northern Ireland, one of those two, first introduced it. Now we've got all over the UK, um, but our, again, our um, report last year showed that there's been a decline in the plastic bags we're finding on our beaches by um, nearly a fifth already. So, you know, it, it, it shows that it works. Cool. Well, thank you so much to all of you. Um, I've definitely learned a lot from that as well. And thank you for coming. I hope you enjoy the breakfast. Please use the hashtag SwapForGood. Follow on Instagram, Britta.UK. And follow on Facebook as well. And basically, please do loads and loads of um, sharing of it. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.